0: The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. Listen to this story. The great Rosh HaYeshiva of Torah Vada'at, HaGaon, Pam Zechet Tzadik LeBracha. Well, in his later years, when he was north of 80 years old, he and the Rebitsin and his family, they would go up, Ben Hazmanim, at this time of year, in August, when it got really hot in Brooklyn, he would go up to New Hampshire. The air was crisp and clear. And they had a place there, like a bungalow, that they would rest. And the Rosh Shiva would rest for a week or two, preparing himself to come back to Yeshiva for the opening of Elul. It's told over that the Rosh HaYeshiva, of Pam Zatzal, he was driving along the countryside with his wife. His wife was driving, and Reb was in the passenger seat. It was an incredibly hot day that day. Reb an older man, north of 80, he began to perspire, and suddenly he broke out in an attack of anxiety, and he turns to his wife, and his hands were shaking, and he says to the Rebotson, Do you have a drink? I-, I can't breathe. I need a drink. The Rebitson got all flustered. She didn't have a drink in the car. And over there in the mountains and the off roads of New Hampshire, at times you can drive on the road for 10, 15, 20 minutes. And there's just wilderness. There's nothing. There's no stores. There's no convenience stores. There was no place to pull over or buy a drink as well. So she didn't know what to do. She didn't know what to say. She turns to her husband. She says, I, I don't have a drink. But in the back seat, there's a bag with some fruit. Rapam quickly reaches over to the back seat, puts his hand in the plastic bag. And he pulls out from the bag of fruit, he pulls out a lemon. Uncharacteristically, Rapam, one of the most timid, one of the most gentle Gidolim you've ever met. He takes the lemon. And with his bare hands, he rips open the lemon. And he begins to suck out the juice of the lemon right down to the peel. Each and every ounce. Till finally he calmed down. He got some liquid inside of him, and he was able to relax himself. He was able to overcome this anxiety attack. That evening, one of Rapalm's grandsons came from New York to visit him in New Hampshire. And his grandson came in and he said, Zadie, I heard that today. Something very odd, very uncharacteristic-like to you. Such an adim and soft. And gentle person, I heard you. Mamash ripped open the lemon with your hands. And in a very uncharacteristic, barbaric way, you sucked out every drop of that lemon, Zadie. I can't believe you did that. Ripam smiles. Ripam says, Come, listen. I want to tell you something. I want to tell you an incredible concept that I realized today after that happened. Come. I want to tell you over many years ago almost 60 years ago I was a young man in Brooklyn and one of the Gedolim one of the great rabbis of New York he was sick at the time and he was in a hospital bed in New York City I decided to go be Cholim Bikor Cholim I went to visit this great rabbi in his hospital room and I figured Bikor Cholim is not about balloons It's not about teddy bears. It's about being able to go and give something to the sick person to alleviate a little bit of their pain, to set up their pillow in a position maybe they'll be a little bit more comfortable, to give them to eat. That's the real mitzvah of Bikur Cholim. So I decided I'm going to bring some food with me, some refreshing food like this. The rabbi that I'm going to visit, he'll have not just the hospital food, but maybe something from the outside that he can enjoy and appreciate. So Rapam went up to the hospital to visit this New York rabbi, and with him he had a bag of drinks, he had fruits, he had all different types of refreshments. He comes into the room, he sits down next to the rabbi's bed, and Rapam says over, he says, I remember like it was yesterday, although it was 60 years ago, I remember looking into the the sick rabbi's eyes, and talking to him, and just giving him a few minutes to listen of some old stories of the old country, and then I offered the rabbi some fruit, some refreshments, some food, and the rabbi said, "No, no, thank you. I, I don't have any appetite. But let's talk over a little Torah, a little Torah. Give me a pshat. Give me something that to Talmidei chamim is the great nourishment of food." that can take the most sick and depressed and put the healthiest smile on their face. And they began to talk about Torah. And then after that, the Rav turns to the younger of Pam and he says to him, Ah! You will me. You gave me hayut. You gave me life through your Torah. Well, Rappan was about to leave. And then he looks in the other bed in the room. And he sees that there's an old Jew there. Maybe a survivor of World War II. And he walks up to the old Jew's bed and he felt a little bad that he was ignoring him till then. And he turns to him and says to him, Can I get you something? How are you feeling? And he sees that the man starts pointing to his mouth and he says, Ah! 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 Rapam didn't understand. What was he talking about? Again the man says, Ah! 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 ah. And he realizes that he was a mute. He lost his ability to speak. And he couldn't share with anybody what he wanted, what he needed. So Rapam didn't know what to say. Finally, the man points to the bag that Rapam was holding. Rapam hands in the bag. The man quickly sticks his hand in the plastic bag, and he pulls out a lemon. And the man rips open the lemon, and he begins to suck out every last drop of that lemon. Till the peel. Rapam realized that this poor man, because he was a mute... He couldn't tell anyone that he was dying for a drink. He couldn't tell anybody that his lips were perched, his throat was dry. He couldn't speak, he couldn't talk, and he couldn't get out of his bed either. So he was suffering. Rapam realized that that lemon was Mechayeh, this man, and gave him a drink at the moment that he so desperately needed it. Rapam said that day he walked out of that hospital young, 17, 18, 19, 20 years old, thinking to himself, Ah, I visited that rabbi from Brooklyn, and I gave that poor Jewish man a drink when he needed it, off the juice of that lemon. Oh, if I only would have known. He turned to his grandson and he said, Take a look. Hashem held that mitzvah. He held that zichut of the lemon that I gave that man at the moment that he needed some liquid, some nourishment, something to drink. And 60 years later, says Rapal, when I was driving today alongside one of the country roads in New Hampshire with my Rebbetzin, and I found myself in a position with perched lips, and with my throat dry, and I desperately needed a drink, and I was dehydrating, Hashem held that lemon for me for 60 years. He held it for me at the moment that I needed it the most. Yes, Hashem could hold the mitzvah, a zikhut, a tefillah for 60 years, sometimes even for six generations, because no tefillah goes to waste. Every tefillah, every mitzvah, every zikhut, Hashem uses it and cashes it in for you at the moment that you or your child or your grandchild needs it the most. With that in mind, let's remember. Open up the Sidur. Open up a Tahiline. You're standing in front of the bank teller. I'd like to make a deposit. Put it away, every word. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories